0: This Unimog, he has one of these. They're like mil- he has two of them. They're like military trucks. Yeah, one has a turret. That's crazy. Yeah, I've I've driven
1: both of them because I helped him move. Uh-huh. You know, we were moving and we were just loading stuff up. I was, you know, and they're like they're like four speed man or maybe they're even three speed manuals. I forget. I think they're four speed. The one I was driving has like a machine gun turret. <laughs> they're like, and hey, you're driving through the streets of LA in a Unimog, man. It was it was it was an experience. Let me just say.
0: In a world where you only have trailers and posters to judge a movie, Jim and Ted strike out to answer the age-old question, Will you see it?
1: Good evening, Ted. It is Friday, April 29th as we record this for episode 194.
0: How are you? I'm I'm doing well. I'm uh, I'm I'm, you know, mellowed mellowed into the weekend here and we're we're getting ready to to drink some beers.
1: I am uh, looking forward to that. So <laughs> since you brought it up, what do you have?
0: I have a a loser for to to be sure. A loser, okay. But I'm doing a sour. I, you know, every now and then I oh, like okay. to throw a sour in here. And as you know, yeah. sours don't get up there in ABV. I think this one's a 6%. You know, so it's better than your run-of-the-mill Bud Light or something. But it's an American wild ale fermented with blueberries and passion fruit.
1: Whoa, that sounds uh, sweet. Where was it brewed? Who
0: did it? An- un. un- <laughs> Easy for you to say. (laughs) It looks like French or something, right?
1: Oh, okay. You know what? I bet it is because they do a lot of those types of beers and such.
0: That's the word I was trying to read. Do you know?
1: une any? (laughs) I don't know. All right. All right. So this week I have Turbo Prop so you give uh you you're not a, a pilsner lager guy and i would say for what we do here on the show we typically don't do loggers right. because we like our ales we like the higher abvs and such yeah but this one is an imperial pills mm. so we're looking at i mean if you think about like say a cores right four percent no they're about five okay so w- when you look at an imperial imperial's double that's 6.5 okay yeah so the the big thing is lager yeast can't handle the high alcohol you know but uh we'll see i mean it sounds interesting propeller beer it is the second to the last in that german advent calendar one.
0: Uh, oh, wow you're finally getting through it's a, a, end of april <laughs> well i've had
1: uh i must have had i don't know 25 point or five percent hell beer <laughs> or a hella beer whatever they call yeah, it yeah. and uh i mean it's like one five percent german beer after another and uh when i saw imperial pills i was like it's a little bit different so right right no that's good and i have one left i'm saving for the show as well
0: okay cool and you know, I looked. I looked at the ABV over here, and it says six point five by by ABV. So we tied.
1: We tied this week. Tied this different week.
0: Different styles. Very different styles.
1: And uh, yeah, and I went with a pilsner glass, as you can.
0: Ugh, you have you have all your right glasses for everything. I know. I know. It's <laughs> it's
1: a uh, it's a nerd thing, I guess, a beer nerd thing. So you get the right glass, you get the right flavor. Otherwise, it's a waste of time. <laughs> ah, never a waste of time. Speaking
0: of waste no of time, my... how was your week?
1: <laughs> oh man this week was a waste of time so sunday we wake up I'm, i have big plans for sunday uh-huh. and they were all thwarted uh woke up to no hot water Ugh. and
0: so we've been in the house 10 years and you had you had a traditional water heater right you had the old tank tank water, water
1: heater. heater yeah yeah tank 50 gallon or 40 gif 50 gallon i think And, uh, yeah, we've been in the house 10 years. The first water heater was installed 2010, a little bit before we moved in. It went out on Tim's birthday 2017. Mm -hmm. And I put in, uh, well, it lasted until Tim's birthday plus two months. And it was uh, five years and it was gone. Uh It was all rusted out and sludge and all the, it was pretty nasty. So I went tankless. Yes. So So happy. Tankless water heater. And, you know, I'm doing the research on how to go tankless because I want to do tankless. And I figured, okay, I'm going to go tankless. I had all my information, picked out my water heater and Home Depot had it. So I'm heading over there before I leave. Mark's wife next door, uh, my neighbor, Mark, Mm -hmm. his wife comes over to talk to Clarissa about something. And she's over here. I tell her, oh, yeah, I'm going over to Home Depot. Hot water heater went out, you know, and going tankless and this and that. Get to Home Depot. I walk in, phone rings. Well, Mark's on the phone. Mark's a hoarder, right? (laughs) So phone rings. Jim, Mark, let me cut to the chase. Diane said you're going to be putting in a tankless hot water heater. Well, I have one in my garage, brand new, never installed. Uh, I'll sell to you for what I paid. I said, well, what did you pay? He said, 800 bucks. Mm-hmm. And they're about double now. Oh, wow. So he bought it about a year, year and a half ago. Sold. <laughs> he had the valve kit as well, which Home Depot didn't have. Oh. So I was going to have to monkey together like the bad, you know, like whatever valve kit. So he had the proper valve kit and everything. So I said, man, sold, you know, gave him 800 bucks and put this thing and that's not
0: hoarding that's that's just being prepared i guess yeah <laughs> he's prepared for this for this inevitability someone is going to need a hot water heater and it might be me <laughs> well he he
1: bought it he was going to put it you know, but in order to put it in this house, he would have had to have rerouted his plumbing and stuff, and then we really? realized what was involved. Why? Because it's an outdoor model.
0: Oh. And his hot water heater in the garage. Wait, wait. So the the tankless is an outdoor model? Yeah.
1: So there's two. There's indoor and outdoor. So the indoor has like a flue, like your furnace yeah, yeah, yeah. or a hot water heater would. This just blows the stuff right out. Is
0: your but you you installed yours inside though, or is it in a hutch or something? No, it's outside. That's outside that picture. Okay. It's just in a little cabinet. It's a little cabinet outside. Right? Yeah, I have a closet that's outside.
1: Yeah, okay. And the closet itself is vented and everything. So, and I have it in there and I have like a fan in there that blows, that, that like clears the air and right. everything. But but yeah, so anyway, he decided not to install it and uh, sold it to me instead. So lucky me, I got it for half what I would have paid. Yeah, I, I saved probably around... 800 bucks. Yeah. You know, 700 bucks because like I said, he had the valves and everything and uh, took the day off of work Monday to finish putting it in. It was pretty easy install. You just have to route the Pipes, it's so like the, you still have the inlet, the outlet, yeah, uh, the gas. You know, you still have all the same stuff like you do with a standard hot water heater. You, but your inlets and outlets are different places, right? So you have to route the the lines to where they are, you know, underneath.
0: But there, it's all that bendable stuff, right?
1: It's all the uh, not no or his or his valve valve kit. His valve kit probably helped, right? Well, the valve kit's brass and everything, but I did PEX, and PEX is flexible, not bendable. Oh, so yeah. another other words it's not as rigid as say copper would be but you but your elbows and stuff still you still have to have elbows and things that you put together yeah you can't oh okay
0: you can do like 30 degrees but you can't do like 45 to 90 degrees or something
1: yeah 25 degrees maybe tops you know but yeah you don't want to like flex it too hard because then you're putting stress on the elbows and such so you want to keep it as straight as you can Uh, But yeah, I mean, so that was the big thing that happened this week. You know, third hot water heater in like 10 years, pretty
0: much. Yeah.
1: And now I'm hoping that uh, this tankless thing will last much longer because there's no tank. It's just all copper tubing and everything. And it should last. You know, and I mean, it's just constant hot water as long as you need it. Is it faster? It's faster hot water. Uh it well, like by the time it gets so we have a circulating system on the house. Right. And by the time it gets to where you're going, like it's all the same. It's just it doesn't run out and it burns only when it's called for. Right. So like if your tank cools down, it'll fire up to heat it back up again because you have the storage tank. Where ours will just sit if we if we leave for a week, it doesn't fire for a week because nobody's, you know, there's no water flowing. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, here, here and here's my piece PSA, number one, every time we leave, I turn the water heater, well, I did turn the water heater to pilot, and I turn the water to the house off, and I took I take pressure off the system, uh-huh. you know, I just open up a faucet really quick before we go, take pressure off the system, and then we leave, and that's the exact reason why, because you wind up with a leak somewhere and you're gone for like you know you're on a two-week road trip or something right by the time you come home your house is a knockdown (laughs) because it would just be full of waters if you had a leak or something right Uh, and I figure worst case scenario if it leaks immediately after I leave for work worst case scenario it's like eight hours (laughs) I get off work I come home you know but man if you're gone for like two three weeks like to Europe or something yeah and like it leaks immediately when you lock the door you know <laughs> if you don't turn the water off I mean you are like I said you're coming home your house is flooded it's a knockdown at that point I mean it would just be
0: ruined did, did uh did, did you ever hear the story about Frank and uh, so Frank Barbara? And myself and the kids all went to uh, Oregon to see the eclipse. Yeah, right. So we went there and, you know, Frank doesn't like to let other people drive, you know, too much. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But this is a long haul. Like we're coming back uh, Monday night. And you guys were like nonstop the whole way. We did. We did nonstop on the way back. And on the way back, like I was like, I have to get up. I have a meeting. Like we have a we have a. We had a conference that next morning where the president of Disney Channel was interviewing Bob Bob Iger and you know we had we had an auditorium. And he was kind of he was a president. He was known for taking attendance, <laughs> and he would be marked off if you were like uh, signed up to really? signed up to do something. And and you know I learned from some of his uh, his people under him like if you sign up for one of his things, you know he he takes notice if you if you don't show up for these things.
1: Oh, that's hilarious! And I was like, okay, I, I will you know. And I wanted to see it. That's how they're going to get to know you though. <laughs> Just sign up and don't show. You're like this <laughs> kid
0: never si- never shows up. But anyway, Bob Iger will be like, who's Ted Willis? <laughs> well, no, Bob Iger didn't care. I'm talking about the president of disney channel oh the president um, okay so so i was i was like i have to catch i have to get some sleep frank i gotta I got sleep for the last four hours you know it's like you know we're, we're clocking to get home here at three o'clock in the morning Ugh. so so he's fine he's just like you know he's got his five hour energy you know? I was like, he's drinking energy drinks like he wants to do <laughs> um, so we pull up we pull down Enfield and there's a geyser in this front yard <laughs> like in his his, front in his rose bushes there's like a spout of water shooting up out of the out of the ground oh man and i was like and i was dead tired and i knew that I, you know we had that nine o'clock you know kind of thing uh and i was like frank are you okay he goes i'm fine i'm fine and he's like already elbow deep in the dirt digging it up and like and like it exposing just, i would vine. turn the
1: water off see you <laughs> it tomorrow was, it was so
0: it was was so far in the street that it was beyond that it was like it it was almost like a city problem but it was it was like in a dead it was in a no man's land of just like the hose bib you know that's in the in the ground there so i when i got up to go to work the next morning i saw he had like dug dug a hole around the pipe and like got it all you know uh sequestered and and shut off and stuff but yeah (laughs) three three o'clock in the morning and he's like he has to dig for the next two hours Turn off the water, man. I'm telling you. When you leave,
1: just turn it off. You don't need to come home to that kind of right, stuff. You know. Right. Luckily, it was out in the yard, not like in his living room.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Well, when they were, uh, I mean, more, more, one, one more water story. So when they were here. I think it was on easter or something they go home but they had a hot water pipe uh, pipe blow underneath one of the bathrooms oh yeah and they're on like a raised foundation thank god yeah and it's flooding underneath the house it's like dude turn the water off <laughs> what do you leave? Why, why do you leave it on
0: when you leave you come home to a nightmare well i i, I will admit that i leave mine on all the time so <laughs> oh no way man
1: so before we get to your week how's your beer that's sour.
0: My beer is amazing. It's a. Is it good? It's a. It's a beautiful sour. Obviously, extremely fruity. You know. Oh, look at that.
1: It's it's like a um a raspberry color.
0: It is. It is a raspberry color and blueberry and passion fruit. It really it works well together with the sour. It's it's an amazing beer. You know, like a farmhouse American wild ale. How about you? How was yours? It's good.
1: It. it I don't think you would like it. <laughs> it's
0: a lager, but
1: because it's like an imperial. Pilsner. Or I should say it's a Pilsner, which is a lager anyway. Right. There's only two kinds of beer, ales and lagers, but but it's a Pilsner, so it's a lighter lager, but because it's imperial, it's a heavier Pilsner. Mm-hmm. So it's like a heavy Pilsner but a light lager. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's like that in between. But it's it's like a um Again, I'll just use cord as an example. It's like that, but, like, real robust. Okay. So I'm not sure, like, if you don't like that lager taste. I mean, I used to like lagers.
0: Like, I, you know.
1: That lager flavor, it's not as fruity or as fragrant as, say, you know, ales can be as citrusy and all the other stuff. Right. right. But it's, like, really heavy-duty, like, yeasty, lager yeasty flavor. Okay. Yeah. You know, and a little more malty, too. A little more malty. So, I mean, it's good. I like it it's just I, I think it's not for the faint of heart if you do, like if you're a bud light person you drink bud light because you don't like flavor <laughs> right ouch <laughs> yeah. but if you're drinking this beer it's like it's that hint of the bud light flavor but like all and it has yeah it's the full-bodied like full full full-bodied man to the max which pilsners typically aren't full-bodied yeah they're like light and crisp and yeah and this is like a heavy even on the mouth feel it's like almost thick
0: it's very intriguing to me yeah it's good i like it i will check out i will find some imperial lager somewhere (laughs) yeah turbo
1: prop and the guy's uh freaking out you know
0: so you you're weak so my week what did I do this week? So memorable. No, I think there's not much going on. Well, I've, I got ho- Anne home safe, which is nice. She was, she was down in Jamaica. Oh, right. She was down in Jamaica and now back. She's, in, she's home. She bought me this beautiful red stripe t-shirt. Oh, cool. <laughs> you know, we're talking about loggers, you know. <laughs> like, I like Red Stripe. It's good. I like Red Stripe as far as like, if you're talking about the banquet of beers, you know, the, the little dark bottles, I think I like I like Red Stripe. Yeah, it's a, it's a kitschy little bottle they have. I, I dig it. So, and this t-shirt is like, it's the, it's a very heavy weight t-shirt, so I, I love it. And and I, w- I went to wear it like half of the day, some one day and she goes, no, no, wait, wait till you're back in the office or something. <laughs> Don't waste it on, <laughs> on just wearing it around House, you know? See, I'd love
1: something like that, but I can't wear those that kind of stuff to work. Uh,
0: you have to wear a college. You have to wear a college te- t to work, <laughs> promoting college. No, you don't know what this I know is. what it's
1: from, but
0: <laughs> Animal House, right? Yeah, Bluto. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but yeah, so we got Anne home. Uh, Audrey had some swim meets, and that was that was kind of a, a whirlwind Tuesday night. I went from here to Arcadia. To watch her in a swim meet. And I, you know, by the time her races were up, Anne was landing in, in LAX. So I had to take Bryce from, LA, from Arcadia to LAX. And then, and then Audrey was leaving Arcadia with the, the team to go back to Burbank. So I had to go from, uh, from LAX to Burbank to pick Audrey up and then bring everybody home. Man, when do you charge this thing? Hey, you know, I, I had no range, range anxiety. I charged it.
1: I was about to ask, was there any range anxiety?
0: I, I forgot to charge it the night before. But I just kind of, I kind of just, I looked at it and I was like, you know, I think I could make it. I think, you know, I have a hundred, I had a hundred miles to, you know, 150 miles or something like that. So I think I was going to get within 50 or something. Yeah. know, yeah, 20%. I'd have been sweating. Yeah. You know, it was, it was all right. We got it. <laughs> but I did, I did charge it that night. And then, you know, so. I'm I I think I'm pretty comfortable with that. I think my biggest thing was like, oh, I'm clocking so many miles on this thing. I gotta keep my my score up to a hundred, you know. I think I think I'm gonna ha- I'm at I'm at ninety six percent to get the FSD. I have to be at ninety eight percent. I'm so I was researching online and I believe by the end of by the middle of next week or the end of next week I will get up to the. FSD and hopefully they'll send me the email
1: well we'll see I mean it might keep you safe (laughs) so one one last thing I guess Uh, I went down the Vanagon Westphalia rabbit hole
0: oh yes I'm so happy for you
1: no I I think we're passing on it oh so for a number of reasons but mostly uh, I don't want to be you know just a reliability freak you know
0: (laughs) what do you mean what do you mean well I'll get to that okay
1: me. You know, when I was going to Home Depot to get this stuff, I, p- I parked next to a Vanagon West Valia, mm-hmm. you know, vo- Volkswagen, 1983, and it has a for sale sign on it. And I've been passively looking for one of these for like a long time. Awesomely clean, tons of new stuff, tons of updates, new engine. I mean, new clutch, new transmission, the whole nine, right? Thing looks beautiful. I mean it really is it looked it looks gorgeous yeah. and I I want to buy it so bad <laughs> so I went down the rabbit hole of like van tours and yeah. you know on YouTube and
0: what year was it what what version
1: 83 yeah 83 and all, you know all this uh, you know look reading read blog posts while YouTube videos are playing I mean I'm I'm like into it right learning all this stuff about them <laughs> and You know, I have a couple friends who had various Volkswagen buses and Vanigans. My friend Matt is a Unimog dude, so he has like a couple of Unimog. Oh, what's that? So he was saying pretty much what I thought, what I've what I told Clarissa, too, is you're buying a hobby disguised as a camper van. (laughs) Who said that? He did? No, I did. Okay, yeah. And then when Matt said the same thing. I was like, well, you just confirmed what I thought. So one of the van tours, the guy shows like a storage container inside. He goes, well, here's where I keep my spare parts. You know, extra belts, hoses, (laughs) radiator fluid, got new brake pads, uh, extra alternator. I'm just like, what? You know, like this guy's all this stuff. Another dude was like, well, I, I watched a bunch of them, but like one was like the top five reasons to buy it. The top five reasons to avoid it. Yeah. But before I get to that, the guy, this one guy's like, the two best things about the Vanagon: number one, the vibe when you see someone going the other way, like you're hitting your brights, you're giving them the horns, you know. <laughs> and, and he said, and then he said, and and the second best thing is it's it, how unreliable they are. <laughs> oh no! And I'm like, what? He said, yeah, you know, you get to your destination without any problems, and you're so amped, you actually made it. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just like that's a bonus that you that that you you you, you didn't think you were going to make it but when you do it's cool <laughs> And then one guy was saying, like, the top, I don't remember what all the reasons were, but just, like, the top five reasons to own one. They're cool, the community, right. uh, lots of support. Yeah. I don't know, the vibe type stuff. I'm just, like, you know, the attitude. <laughs> I'm, like, all these, like, soft, these soft intangibles, right? <laughs> reasons to avoid it. Not reliable, underpowered, <laughs> they overheat. I'm just, like, okay, this is just, like, going to turn into, like... I I come to the conclusion it's like a boat on land. You just, it's. That's what it is. You just throw money at it constantly.
0: I was literally just going to say the two happiest days of an owner is the day he bought it and the day he sold it, just like a boat.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And that's exactly what I was. Like, people are like telling me how they put in, like, brand new engine. 25,000 miles later, the engine blows. And...
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, dude, I need some... I There's no way I'm going to be on the side of, like, I-40 coming out of Barstow. Right. And, you know, we're broken down with the kids on the side of the road yeah. stuff. I mean, like, th- no. I'm not... It... So,
0: so get down, go go down the Sprinter rabbit hole. Do, do a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. Those would be nice. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, I've, I've been looking... <laughs> <laughs> and man, you go like four wheel drive diesel. You're looking at a hundred ninety thousand yeah. dollars, man. They're they're, they're outrageous. <laughs> they are outrageous. But you could do some older used ones, like mid aughts, yeah, for about ninety to a hundred. But still, that's still a lot of money, though.
0: But if you, I think if you got one from around here, like if you went, if you come come down to L.A. and get one, and you just get an old get a a sprinter that they use like for transpo, yeah, uh, in in you know in the movie industry. Think, and then you
1: just build up your own
0: i think you build it from that and that you know that it's been like the, up, the upkeep from the the transpo vehicles They're they're kept well, and I don't you know I don't I don't think they would rag on them the way you would you know you could you could find some that were ragged on if they were elsewhere.
1: Oh yeah, or or you get like a a Mercedes Sprinter four wheel drive you know diesel for example, like I was saying. Yeah, and I mean there's no telling where this guy drove this thing, (laughs) right? You know he's in some back country in like Wyoming, going down some like ridiculous trails, just destroying the (laughs) undercarriage. But yeah, I mean I you know there the, the vanagon i mean it is such a cool vehicle and stuff and like just for like the, i mean you know to, to use a phrase you know the vibe <laughs> i would love to have it but man i just don't want to have a garage full of parts and tools right
0: well that's why wait wait till the buzz gets out it comes to america i think the bu- is that electric the buzz is fully electric you know so it's gonna have uh, you know just as you know as few moving parts as my tesla so it's gonna you know i think the whole electric VW line is going to be amazing. And that the buzz is the new bus. They don't have the camper yet, but, you know, they have they have some of those concepts for people. Somebody's gonna do a conversion for sure, you know.
1: And the cool thing about it, too, is a lot of these uh, vans, even the Sprinters, and stuff, not, not just the West Values, but like a lot of them, they have like full solar hookups, you know, and, and like the whole roof line is nothing but solar panels and, you know, charging like batteries and deep cell <laughs> onshore stuff and I mean they're they're pretty badass you know and I even talked to Clarissa about it I'm like let's do a sprinter and stuff and she's like all right what's that I'm like hey, eh, you know like on the a low end 100 grand <laughs> and this and this one was 25 okay you know but I've seen the Vanigans as high as 90 yeah
0: I mean, yeah, they're insane. They're insane. Get all chromed out.
1: <laughs> no, it's usually like, you know, I don't know, but whatever. It's not Vanagon talk. So
0: this Unimog, he has one of these. They're like mil- he has two of them. They're like military trucks. Yeah. One has a turret. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. I've, I've driven both of them because I helped him move. Uh huh you know we were moving and we were just loading stuff up i was you know and they're like they're like four speed man or maybe they're even three speed manuals i forget i think they're four speed the one i was driving has like a machine gun turret <laughs> they're like and hey, you're driving through the streets of LA in a unimog man it was it was it was an experience let me just say but yeah, I think they're Swedish. I want to say. Okay. But uh, but yeah, the Unimogs are cool. So, all right, man, we have two trailers and a theme tonight.
0: <laughs> I'm very interested in your theme. <laughs> what? You don't know the theme? <laughs> I I I thought that I, I I had a theme in mind, but then i was like, no, that's too much of a stretch. But all right, well, let me just say, since it's been a long week,
1: I'm glad there are two teaser trailers. That's our theme. Yeah.
0: Oh, good. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what else could connect these things? I was like,
1: well, let's talk about Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Yeah. So, is this where Chip and Dale originated from? Was Rescue? Re- I thought they were older than this. They're definitely
0: older than the Rescue Rangers, but I don't know when you. That's when they became popular. I mean, that's. I guess. See, you're you're only slightly older than I am, but you're you're in that age where it was uh, it was cool for me to watch the Rescue Rangers, but you're already you know, giving away your G.I. Joe's and stuff. (laughs) We've had that conversation where, you know, you were just you were just a couple years over. But I was I loved watching Rescue Rangers. It was one of my one of my favorite shows back in the
1: day. I think the demarcation is you're watching Rescue Rangers and I'm
0: having sex. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, See, that's it. That's it. That's, that, that's 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 it. it, right?
1: And then a couple years later, bam, you were done with the rescue <laughs> rangers, and you were too. Oh, maybe a few right? more
0: years than that, but okay. <laughs> I, let's say I was in the rescue rangers for longer than they were around, uh, but yes. That's so, funny. So I like this idea of the way. So no trailer to the trailer in this one no no not at all but it has like a a startling open you know like a like a breaking news old an old documentary an old tv where are they now kind of documentary you know footage and i thought it was i thought it was an interesting way to fold in the nostalgia in the real world and then just keep hitting you with real world after real world kind of, right. you know, uh, homages. And the funny thing about the
1: opening, it, it hits you abruptly and it looks like it's the nostalgia and so on, but it also had the feel, because, you know, you you click on it and it's YouTube, and it also has the feel of some YouTube ad.
0: Like a commercial, right? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah like, and I'm just like, really? I thought I had an ad blocker on here. <laughs> and all of a sudden it starts rolling into it and then you're just like oh okay this is good and then the nostalgia and then what they do a lot is they have like the the juxtaposition of old school CGI and the new school CGI right where the guy hits the fire hydrant but he keeps walking but like his feet are like sliding <laughs> right, on the ground like old sims the, like, like <laughs> old sims stuff yeah and the, and the, the
0: viking that doesn't look in your eyes
1: <laughs> exactly yeah they just the, the uncanny ahead.
0: valley seth rogan or something is who that was yeah seth, seth rogan exactly and it was uh, that, that huge uncanny valley that we had for a very long time in cg animation it looks cute i like it Some of the music, I
1: don't know if I'm a huge fan (laughs) of, especially towards the end. When it ended, I was like, oh, man, the music, right? So then... Clarissa comes in, oh, I want to see it. She watches it at the end. She goes, oh, man, the music. <laughs> I think that music hits well in the when the when the trailer is hitting fast. Right. And then when the trailer makes a turn, the music stays the same, more or less. And I'm just like, it's not jiving with the where they're at in the trailer near the end of it. I, I will tell you that I thought the music
0: was the theme of this evening because I think both of these – have a a musical mismatch, and we'll talk about the next one, the next one, but... Oh, okay, yeah, exactly. I think it's a musical mismatch
1: is exactly what you're saying there. I think part of the trailer, the music works, but when the trailer turns, the music doesn't turn with it. And then, and then you're just like, well, wait, this isn't
0: lining up here, and it's-, <laughs> it's like, it's like sometimes when your Bluetooth doesn't like sync up just right, and you're like watching it, and it, the lip flaps off, and you're just like, ah, uh, pause it and pause it and hit exactly. pause exactly just to try to get it to sync up. But I mean, I think this
1: will be one that will definitely, and it comes out May 20th, is what it is.
0: I think it said May 20th, um, or that was the that was definitely the other one, and that's on Disney Plus streaming. Disney Plus streaming, yeah, and you know, the boys. I think this is in the boys' wheel house and and i think with the andy sandberg and and john mulaney as being chip and dale the voices of chip and dale to me that was the reason that the music was kind of more adult oh i see you know kind of like kind of it it was the reason to be up there but i'm i agree with you that there's a turn and the music doesn't turn, you know, even if they just did some other music within the same genre, it would have been fine. But yeah, they just don't, they, they just keep it one note. You need a different tempo is what, yeah, you see, they were, they were one note on the music, but I think the, the, the comedy, if when you say John Mulaney and Andy Sandberg yeah. and you say the lonely boy, you know, the lonely Island or whatever, lonely Island boys or whatever they're called, those, I mean, that's not clean humor. This is not, this is not a, you know, not a kid's, Not a kid's audience for these for these actors. So I'm I'm interested to see how they try to play over over the kids' heads the way we've done for many many decades yeah
1: i mean probably a four quadrant movie oh yeah but you're probably looking at adult humor in code word like you know the piston cup
0: (laughs) piston is what
1: yeah he did what in his cup but yeah i mean you know i think we'll watch it i don't see why not this looks cute and I, i mean i'm not a rescue ranger person i would assume clarissa probably is (laughs) <laughs> you know, she's kind of in that age range, I guess. Yeah.
0: But overall, uh, you know, I don't know. I think it's a watcher. There were two throws in there that I'm glad that they, they nodded to. And I guess they even had Roger Rabbit in there. So <laughs> to have Roger Rabbit in there was a huge, a huge nod because of their mixing Live action with with animate two D animation, right? And then they have three D animation. And for me, the three D animation is definitely Alvin and the Chipmunks, like the most recent Alvin and the Chipmunks movies. I don't know if the boys love those, but my my kids love the Alvin and Chipmunks movies. Uh, I know they saw it once. I think the original.
1: I think there's a few of them. I think right. Yeah,
0: no. Do they have they not seen Chipwrecked on the on the cruise ship? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, i know we saw I think we saw the original one yeah
0: so I think you know I think it's i i I think to at least mention those two are are those two fields of movies is is a, a great thing to do yeah yeah all right
1: the next one is good morning but like sad good sad in a sense yes so it's kind of a weird a weird play on words so m o u r n i n g
0: and then this one. Just because we were just talking about the music in the last one to this one, the music is just so flat and like you know slow and not really (laughs) kind of lumbers along and this and the story's like pretty high high pace you know like it's kind of like a chase movie like he's trying to find his girlfriend you know
1: yeah and the and the trailer has a lot of jump cuts it's really quick it's fast and everything and you're right this the the music doesn't keep up with the pace of the visuals right right the audio is slow is like lagging behind the vid, the, the video.
0: Maybe, maybe I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't uh, properly prepare to watch this video. <laughs> If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then you could go to watch the vulgar one. What, what was different about that one? I don't know. It seemed the same to me. It's It felt like it was very, very similar.
1: There's probably like one line that we didn't pick up on because we're not paying atten- close enough attention.
0: Did they, did they do the cocaine in the regular one? Well, he said, what's the dust? Well, the dust is the people dust, but he did a line of cocaine on the way into a party in the Red Band. Oh, no, that was in the Red Band trailer. And I'm just like, okay, so cocaine canes in the red band trailer but that's not much of a red band you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah i'm thinking like bad
1: words bad or, or well naughty sexual stuff
0: <laughs> and you got megan fox in here come on you got <laughs> you can't do red exactly band. <laughs> but this also has a couple of disney alumni if you want to talk about chippendale being around disney for a long time this has dove cameron there's the theme it has dove cameron and becky g both uh previous disney uh disney known actresses so there you go there you go there's the theme there's the tie-in du- dub- double theme Chippendale and, and disney uh alum <laughs> so so what do you think about this premise like it's such a, a ludicrous kind of thing right like where is this playing <laughs> streaming and in theaters i think it said or streaming everywhere yeah but streaming where though everywhere on you you have to buy it i think
1: oh okay so it's one of those like 20 like amazon h
0: i'm very interested to see what the price point is on this one
1: yeah yeah i don't know it should be 10 it should be 10 dollars i'm hoping i don't
0: think they're gonna do much business if it's 20 bucks I don't know. The this is this is this is Audrey's wheelhouse. She she's a big is it? She's a big fan of Machine Gun Kelly and and uh, what's the name? Pete Davidson and like you know. <laughs> I don't know why you know. Like I'm not. I'm, I think I think they're funny. I like you know. I like.
1: I guess. But I don't know. But from a trailer perspective, they do tell. Like they get the story out in like under a minute. Mm-hmm. It's quick. And it gives you the gist of what's going on. You know what you're looking at. And I think it's like, I don't need to be dragged through three minutes of this kind of a right trailer. It's like, I don't know, the big the big doobie that's talking <laughs> to you. And,
0: it, and it, it's just like they cut off in the middle and then they just write, and comedy ensues. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, you don't need anything else. I mean, it's like it just it, it tells you everything you need to know. And if you're a fan of the actors, right, you're gonna. I think that's what it is. If you're a fan of the actors, you're gonna watch. If you don't know who the actors are, then you're like, why
0: is this something I'm gonna watch? Right. Yeah. And how about the the opening joke was kind of funny. Where's the pot Potter? Like, where's well, and he and
1: he kind of has that Malfoy
0: look to him. Then he does a Jim Carrey uh, Ace Ventura take and then he does another take that was kind of like nobody knows what he's doing but he's doing like game of thrones or something
1: exactly yeah
0: and i was just like and i was like "Eh, is that the way you open this is this what we open on like it was kind of like you know i don't know i I guess this is you know machine gun kelly if you're into him then this is what you want to see and i guess pete davidson's going to be a bit character in it but who knows how involved he's going to get in there but
1: yeah yeah and good looking women <laughs> with cleavage i don't know i i may or may not this would be like trainer fodder to the max oh
0: yeah yeah you're not you're not you're not we're not spending money on this when it comes out we're waiting well and i could
1: tell you what is not trainer fodder so if we want to get into what we're watching
0: let's do it
1: saw the first half fell asleep and then we went to bed of dune okay <laughs> oh no you didn't like dune i didn't say i didn't like it i just fell asleep we started it a little bit late now set set the table a little bit clarissa is a huge dune fan she read all the books yeah it's like nine books or something okay yeah
0: that's what i'm saying and they're all like 400 pages long Uh, yeah maybe (laughs) i don't know how long they i never read them. no audrey read one and then and then uh, barbara was gonna give her the rest of them and, and Audrey came back with, the with like, half of the books, and, and she had this look on her face like she didn't want to take them, and she didn't want to read them. And I was like, Audrey, just turn around and just go say thank you to Miss Barbara and just say you don't want to read them, you
1: know? No, Clarissa, like, I don't know, a few years ago, man, just plowed through all of them. Well, I mean, you're talking about a woman who read the five Game of Thrones, you know, five 1,000-page yeah. Game of Thrones books in, like, two months. <laughs> I mean, she could just destroy books. But, yeah, so uh, what is it? Yeah, Frank Herbert, right. I think, is who wrote them. Yeah. So I asked her, I said, is this how the book is? And she said, oh, yeah, it's nothing <laughs> but politics and stuff. It's, she's like, yeah, the books are so boring. <laughs> and I'm like, why do you read them? She goes, oh, yeah, no, they're really good, though. <laughs> So we were watching it, and they're like this planet to that planet, and then this guy, you know, and whatever you saw it spice trade, yeah, the spice and everything. So I'm sitting there, and my eyes are just getting heavy. And we didn't start till like nine o'clock at night. And I'm like, all right, well, let's see how because f- we we did some movies where like oh, I'm gonna go to bed. All right, yeah, we could start it tonight. We'll finish it tomorrow, and then. You know, the movie is so gripping that, oh, my God, it's midnight. You know, it holds you. It holds you. Yeah, yeah. it holds you. Yeah. And you're just so into it. Right. Oh, my God, dude. I'm, it's like 10.05. I'm like struggling. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm going to bed. But so I, I want to finish it, though, because uh the the only thing I know of Dune is Sting. Right. So, and I've never read the books. We were at my in-laws a couple weeks ago after Disney last week. Yeah. Well, no, last weekend after Disney, I guess. Yeah. So, or well, la at, at, last, whatever it was, but anyway, and I saw all the Dune books there and I was like, <laughs> I should bring one home. And then I'm thinking, wait, I have this and that, and this, I have 10 books I want to read. I'm like, if I bring this, it's just going to be another right. book on the shelf. I'll leave it on Frank's shelf. So then the other thing though, um, Kind of a short week, and I we didn't watch much because of right. the hot water heater and stuff over a couple of days and everything. But mostly, well, no, and not mostly, all on the trainer on HBO Max is Adam ruins everything. Okay, so do you know Adam Conover?
0: Yeah, I th- yeah, I've seen, I've seen Adam ruins everything. Wh- what's it on? What streamer is this on?
1: It's HBO. And what he does is, it, they're like 20 minutes. I mean, they're quick because they cut. There's no commercials or anything, you know. 20 minutes, and he talks about, I don't know, we're like 10 episodes in or something of the first season. But like any to- or like Vitamins. Uh, you know health supplements if you want to get that way right you know you're looking at voting you're looking at just all kinds of stuff that he gets into and you just learn a lot of like the facts and history behind it and he debunks the things we actually think they are or how we think they work and then you know he talks about like why nutrition supplements are just like a waste of money, expensive urine <laughs> as an example.
0: So that's good. Trainer fodder. You you like that? That's easy to get through.
1: Yeah, they're quick. They're lighthearted. They're funny. Uh, the colors are very like mm-hmm, pastel mm-hmm. type. Okay. You know, very bright. So, yeah, it's. It's one of those things. If you just have 20 minutes, or you have an hour and you want to watch three, um, you could binge them quick, and it's like it just washes over you. If you're paying attention, great, you learn something. If if your heart rate's too high and you just can't concentrate cognitively, then it's like <laughs> who gives a shit, you know? So yeah, but that's all we did this week. So half a dune and Adam okay. ruins everything. So. How about you? What are you guys watching?
0: I have my list. Hold on. Another list. Man, this guy. I have a list. I I really I was so happy with what what I saw this week, so. Okay,
1: cool. Not
0: also like you, not a lot, but a lot of quality, I think, you know i ended up watching i watched scream with audrey this is actually from last weekend but i didn't get it in
1: wait scream the original scream
0: no the 2021 scream the scream from last year oh
1: 2021 scream okay you talked about that like a while back that you guys watched it i thought
0: no we we watched the original scream a long a long time ago the
1: original scream okay
0: but we talked about the reboot of scream in episode 175
1: ah that's why it seems recent
0: and this is on Paramount Plus. I will say HBO, HBO Max, Disney Plus, and Paramount Plus. They're my three go to. Really? And then I guess Apple TV has the the few little standouts that I that I like. But they, those four are really good. If I
1: may interrupt, so I was talking with some teachers that I work with, and people are jumping ship on Netflix, left, right, and center. So
0: Okay, people are leaving
1: Netflix. Okay. We were just talking like at lunchtime and I, you know, I didn't say anything about anything. And we were, t- I, we it, like, we got on the topic about they were watching something. I said, Oh, what's that on? You know, and, oh, it's on Paramount Plus or something. Yeah. I think Paramount's starting to bring up the rear. I think they are. And they said, Oh, yeah, I just canceled Netflix. I said, Oh, really? Why did you cancel Netflix? They got an email that said, because they were sharing with like their family, that they're no longer going to allow sharing and they're going to start charging extra for each shared. IP address or what however
0: so that's how they're gonna do
1: it well I guess so yeah, but they were gonna charge extra, right? And so not cancel you, but just say you owe us kind of a thing, right? And so she was like, you know, and I don't think we watched anything on Netflix for like two months. They raised the price, and now they're gonna charge us for all the other stuff. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> and then this kids sit. And this is during lunch. This kids in the classroom just eating, you know, because some you know kids go in classrooms and stuff sometimes right. if they just want to like chill. Uh-huh. And so he he looks up. He goes, yeah. All my friends, they all got rid of Netflix.
0: Oh, no. Really? Wow.
1: And I was like, really? I said, he said, he said, yeah, we don't watch Netflix anymore. Like, that. that's, I think Netflix is going the way of, like, Facebook.
0: Oh, no. It's for old people.
1: It's for old people.
0: Yeah. It's got, it's got the Bridgerton, <laughs> the <a> Bridgerton crowd. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so I'm wondering, man. Like they, they, like they're losing their cachet, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. But you talking about uh, uh, Paramount Plus, though? I mean, HBO Plus, I think hands down, that's amazing. Yeah, it kicks ass. And you even said Barry. Uh, debuted so
0: Barry yeah and Barry I have that in here as well
1: well I was so ready to watch it right yeah yeah and I get stuck on the water heater and then I haven't gotten back I haven't had the opportunity yet
0: well I watched the the first seat the first episode of this season of Barry good it was good I was confused is it week to week it's week to it's it's week yeah it's weekly weekly release so that's the cadence. Okay. But I watched the first episode and I was like, did I see the last season? <laughs> you know what I mean? Did I miss a season? Well, he walked through the door and it went to dark. Yeah, maybe maybe I missed a season. Maybe I didn't I didn't I didn't get the whole uh the I think there's only two seasons. What you, what? Yeah. I don't know. Or is there three? Uh, I, anyway, I, I I feel like I'm going to have to rewatch the last season, whatever the last season was, whether it was season two or season three. But I remember them killing the girlfriend, right? Who's the police chief or something? In the at the end of the season. I have no idea. You haven't. You don't remember that?
1: No, I saw. I saw them all. Now I'm not. Re- I, mean, I remember he was yeah. acting. That's all. I bad so I, remember. So he was I a think, actor. I, think
0: I, I need to refresh my my last last seasons before I get uh, into next week. Uh, but yeah, so it was very confusing. A lot had gone on that I did not remember, so um, I was a little bit lost. Uh, But he but but I was lost and Barry is lost in this season. So it's kind of uh, it was kind of apropos. He's he's kind of a man adrift.
1: Yeah. And you're looking at three seasons that didn't happen because of covid. Right. So, I mean, we're all lost. (laughs) (laughs) And if Barry's lost. Like the way I'm reading into it, that sounds like a really cool lead into the season because it's like he's right there with the audience. Then
0: oh, he is, you know, and 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 he's killing people off of uh, ads in Craigslist. <laughs> he's hiring out to people that hire him to kill people on Craigslist, and the first and the first people he, he, the first guy he's contracted to kill. Oh man, he, they make up with each other while Barry's about to kill uh, assassinate the guy for him. And he's like, don't kill him. And he's like, all right. And he kills both of them because he can't have any witnesses and stuff. So, you know, it's kind of crazy. I
1: think I made it like before getting into this season, it's been so long. Like, I believe me, I already forgot he was like a hired gun. (laughs) Like, I forget (laughs) the the whole premise. I. I just remember him being a bad actor and he was like, he had this girlfriend. I, don't, I, told, I totally forget the show.
0: So the girlfriend's a complete success now and she's kind of a bit of a diva and he's adrift and still like there, but he's, you know, kind of playing the boyfriend, you know, even though he is the boyfriend, but you know, so there's a whole, there's a whole dynamic that's, that's developing there. So it's nice, but I definitely need to watch the last season or or just kind of recap,
1: get caught back up. Yeah. To see where the.
0: But I I will tell you, so um, uh, I made it around to all the streaming services. Um, Audrey and I also watched a lot of Bel Air.
1: Bel Air is in like
0: 90210? No, so Bel Air is like a reboot of The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like that, except it's not at all like that. It's really... Is Will Smith starring in it? No, so... There's nothing like the original except the character's name in it that goes from Philly to Bel Air. His name is Will Smith. Okay. And I was like, ooh, that didn't age very well. <laughs> like, you, know, you can't really you
1: can't right.
0: say that anymore. Well, but don't cancel Bel Air yet because it's 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 a completely unfaithful retelling of the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Have you seen Riverdale? Or you know of
1: Riverdale? I don't I, I don't know. I'm not sure if I do.
0: Okay. So Riverdale is like a retelling of a, like kind of a a CW drama, kids drama about like Archie comics. So Archie and Jughead and and Veronica and Betty, you know, they're all the original comics.
1: I do not know that show, no.
0: Oh, okay. So Riverdale's the town where they're from, and it's kind of like this salacious take on Archie. So that's very similar to the way this is a salacious take on something that's just a, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which is just lighthearted kind of a multi-camera sitcom. And this is kind of a heavier, like real world, let's deal with race and popularity and all the things that are important right now. And I will say that one of the best things that Bel Air does is that it does away with opening credits, opening title sequence. It doesn't even, it just gives like, it shows you the title, but it does a cold open, you know, five minutes of the show. And then it hits you with like Bel Air, just the word on the screen and a little mnemonic, a little audio tag And then within three seconds, you're out of this, you're into the show. So it has a skip intro, a skip, you know, intro thing. But by the time you reach for the remote, it's already into the show. Like you don't have to skip the intro. that's the thing I love about it the most. Yeah. Yeah. And then the capper for the week is the offer on Paramount Plus. And I know we covered that. The offer. We covered that a couple episodes ago in 190. That's the making of the God of the Godfather.
1: Oh, Yes. How is it good? Oh, uh, it's amazing. Is it really?
0: It's a limited series TV show on a streaming service written and, and directed and acted by people that love filmmaking and talking about movies. So it's they're talking about movies from the early 70s, you know, like Pla- Planet of the Apes and everything like that.
1: Okay. Is it done more in documentary style or is it done more in, like, is it is it, uh, like, fiction based on fact.
0: No, it's done very cinematically. I think, you know, it has a cinematic eye to it. Lots of just, like, super close-ups of two characters looking at each other. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, a lot of intensity in, in the way that scenes play out. So... It's, you know, they, he goes down to Mexico to try to get Robert Redford, try to catch him on the set of Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. You know, and so he like he, he goes down, and he goes, I'm the oh, producer wow. on uh, Robert's next movie. And of course he's not. He's just a dude trying to get Robert into a movie. So, but Robert likes it, and he goes, "Well, we'll, have, we'll get drinks later. We'll get, we well, you know, we'll get drunk later, and uh, you'll tell me who you are." <laughs> and then, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, well, I'm paying." And he says, "Of course you are. You know, like, it's just, it's just a lot of fun, a lot of old Hollywood. You know, the Paramount is actually a part of." The backdrop of what's going on here: the old Paramount executives are running around with, you know, four women on their arms and like completely inappropriate for the time and
1: and the time period is what like early seventies, late sixties,
0: uh, late sixties, early seventies, yeah. So we're seventy two is kind of the wheelhouse of it. It takes place between sixty nine and seventy two, I think. Okay, and apparently, so the guy who produced The Godfather also produced Hogan's Heroes. And he and he basically he came in cold and he got uh, Gomez, the one of the guys from Sergeant Bilko or something like that, as his producer, producing partner. And they got in front of the, you know, the executives at the studio (laughs) at CBS, I guess. And and they pitched them Colonel Clink and (laughs) I know nothing. I see nothing, you know, like the whole thing. But, but he didn't like TV. He wanted to be in the movies. So that's why he wanted to make the switch over to producing movies. So he produced a, a couple of movies, and then he got The Godfather.
1: And is this also a week-to-week, week or is this an all-at-once all
0: drop? No, it's a week-to-week. Ann and I are watching that, so we watch the first episode today, um, and we'll see. I think it drops every Thursday, so we'll see. I have six episodes or something like that. So okay, so it'll be it'll be it'll be cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. I'm looking forward to seeing that. That sounds like a lot of fun. All right, Ted. I mean, you know, I think we're uh, right coming up to an hour this week a nice a nice quick uh you know we have two teasers and i feel like this uh week is a teaser trailer junkies podcast episode
0: (laughs) and you said that that was a nice sweet take and this is still a very very sweet uh sour here
1: yeah, I was going to ask, how did your beer finish? It looks like you still have a, a quarter glass there.
0: I'm still a little bit, yeah.
1: Yeah, mine went down as I was drinking it. It, it warmed nicely. It got super smooth, and it disappeared fast.
0: Well, this is getting sharper as it gets uh, warmer, so the the sour notes are coming out, but it still has like a sweet, sour double punch, so it's nice.
1: All right, Ted. All right, Jimmy. I'll tell you what. We'll talk next week. See ya. Bye. All right. Later.
0: Next week, join Jim and Ted as they disarm another Hollywood bomb or marketing masterpiece. Remember, the holy trinity of podcasting. Subscribe, like, share. Special thanks to Jeremy Kent Jackson for the voiceover and Rogelio for the music.